Welcome to the Speak Faith Daily Show. I'm Amy Dial, and I'm your host. I pray in some way that this episode will touch you and help lead you to speak faith over your life more freely every single day. Take a listen. Hey everybody, welcome back. It has again been a moment. I have worked so hard over the past couple months to get a lineup ready for you guys and I'm so excited to finally be kicking this off. School has finally began and I'm able to sit down here in my office and get truly busy giving you all what you know as your daily dose of faith and your faith building um, just talks every single day. So I'm so excited to be back again. Um, There are a couple other makeshift, I guess you could say, talks that are going to be kind of wedged in here. I've been waiting for a month for things to kind of just line themselves out. Uh, We've had issues downloading. We've had issues uploading. We've had issues editing. And I know that the devil wants to put a hold on what God wants to do in your life and in my life and um, just through this podcast. So um, this morning I want to talk about something that's a little bit different, uh, but it's a great topic and one I think that we can all truly grasp. And the other night we have started something new with the kids this year that we haven't done in a while. We do a lot of devotionals with the kids, um, but we've made it a priority as parents um, to sit down 15 to 30 minutes before bedtime. Um, The kids crawl into bed with me and my husband, and we really just nestle in. like We become a little nested family in our nest, um, and our chicks just cuddle in with their blankets and it's just really been amazing. It's been something that's very intimate for the four of us and if you don't do something like this at home, man, I so recommend this to every single one of you. Just try a snuggle Devo every single night because it it's absolutely amazing and just life-changing and just watching the kids see how they get that last moment of love from you before they go to bed with God's word wrapped up is everything. So I am encouraging you guys this morning to do that. So the other night we were in bed and the subject was called um, In the Middle. And in this devotion that me and my husband Justin were talking about was In the Middle is pretty much what you would call, it's more about sin. It's more about sin. So in the middle. So um we have to stop and think about um, like the Garden of Eden and Adam being there with all of the trees that are around him. All the trees that are wrapped around him. And as you think about those trees, there was the number one tree was right in the middle um, of this garden. And it was the forbidden tree. Like you could eat everything that was around. He, every, he could have everything that was around him. And... So to get the kids set up, we were just telling them about how there was so many things that God gave Adam that was completely wrapped around him. 
um, if you look to wherever you're sitting right now, or maybe you're driving in your car and listening, um, but either way, look around for a second around you. And I want you to begin to see the things that are truly around you. So like right in front of me right now at my desk is a shake that I'm drinking and my water and my cell phone and some of my notes. Other than that, I'm sitting at a desk. I have clothes on. I have shoes on. And I'm in my home. I'm in my office that is in my home where I work from every single day. And to me, when I see that, when I think about those things, those things are important to me. And I begin to know, and we should all grasp this a little bit more, is that those are the things that God has provided to me. Those are the things that God has given to me. He has allowed me to have the clothes that I have on, the shoes that are on my feet to protect me the water to drink to hydrate me, this shake that I have in front of me to just give me the nutrition that I, my body desires that I need to be a healthy 35-year-old woman. And this desk that I sit at that is real oak um, that allows me to stay in my home where, you know, we pay a hefty price to live in. Um, My husband works very hard. And so the things just begin to connect. The things that I'm talking about, from the shoes to the clothes to the water to the desk, and then they begin to connect even deeper. So as I said, my home, my home is connected to my husband and it's also connected to me. And we are both providers in this home, of this home, and God provides and shelters over us. So as we begin and we go back to this this picture that I want you guys to picture of Adam standing in this garden where he has everything. God has gave him everything that would be and help him to be content. Everything. And there... He's given him all the food that he would possibly need to have that nutrition, to have a healthy body, to live well. So he was allowed to eat and grow whatever he wanted. And of all the many fruit trees, there was only one. And we all know that right in the middle of that garden, from which God told him not to eat was that one tree, the tree in the middle of the garden. And if he were to eat from that tree, we all know that as he would eat from that tree, God told him that that would give him the difference between knowing good and evil. And that meant he would be able to sin if he ate from that one tree, from that one place. So the Lord told Adam that he, if he ate from the tree, that he would die. So the question that was brought to my mind and to my husband's mind as we're giving this devotion to our kids is we all want it all. Like at some point in your life, you have looked around and just thought, I need it all. Like I want it all. Like I want that new car because my friend has a new car. 
Not because you need a new car, but because you want a new car. And it begins to, we begin as, as humans, we begin to do the same things in life for other things as well. Um, so the question is, why can't I have everything I want? That is the question. So that's your question today is, why can't I have everything I want? So it, it opens and pans out into this bigger picture as we're beginning to talk with the kids about, you know, having it all, wanting it all, asking them, you know, what are the things that you want? Um, and not so much as like the successful things in life that they want, but just the things that in general that they would want. So we put a little spin on it and I give my husband all the credit for this one because it really wasn't from me. Um, but he asked our son, you know, if you were in a room or in a home, say this home, you know, was wiped clean and you could start over and all there was colorful boxes, every color of the rainbow set in here. And in every box was the things that you, that, that you, that you want in your life that, you know, you're going to need in your life. And so he began to say, well, in one box, you know, I, I would have my favorite food in another box. I would have my favorite vegetables in another box. I would have a bed, you know, and he began to list out the things that truly make sense. Like you wouldn't think that your kids would go for the first things that they truly need <laughs> because as parents, we all know our kids tend to want more than they need. <laughs> and it was interesting to hear uh, my son and my daughter both come up with things that they would fill their colorful boxes with until they were all full. And then we told them that there's this black box or this big giant box in the middle of the of this room or this home that you have. And it's a forbidden box. You can't open it. The lid's already on it. It already has stuff in it, but you don't know what's in it. You have no clue what's in this big black box. It isn't colorful. It has nothing to even say that it offers anything. It's just big. It's black, it has a lid on it, and you know that even if you shook it, it was pretty full to the top. But you had no idea what's sitting inside of this big black box. So as we begin to kind of continue to ponder that with the kids, you know, we ask them, could you ignore it? with all the things that you put in the other boxes. Our son, he had um, said in one of the boxes that he would want his friends in a box. And in another box, he would want his family that he loves dearly. And in another box, he would want, you know, animals, especially the two that we have. And we began to say, you know, we began to <clears throat> see the pattern for him was that he truly was filling his colorful boxes with everything that he could possibly ever need in life. While our daughter, on the other hand, you know, there is no shame in what she is. She's a child and they sometimes, again, tend to want more than they need. Yeah. And so there she was filling her boxes with some of her, her needs, but a lot of her wants. 
And so sometimes we all, we all of us, every single one of us, you who's listening to this right now, we tend to fill our shopping carts with things that we want over what we truly need or what was on that list of three items that became 25 items in that Walmart shopping cart, (laughs) right? So either way, there's this big black box in the middle of the room. And so the question now becomes, would you move closer to the box? Or would you have everything in your colorful boxes to keep you, you know, well off from even needing what's in that black box, even though you don't know if you need what's inside the box? That is us, y'all. Like, that is truly us. Because you can look around where you are right now. And maybe you don't have every need met in your life. I don't think that any of us can look at our lives and say, hey, everything's perfect every day. Because it's not. And that's oh. But the world is a big place. And it is filled with so many good things. For us to enjoy. And there are fun things in life that we should enjoy tremendously. But the biggest thing is, even with those colorful boxes, there lies still a black box. And sometimes adults, kids, we tend to rattle, maybe slightly take off the the lid of that black box and that black box I'm talking about is something so much deeper in our lives we become bored maybe it's that you're unhappy in your marriage maybe it's something didn't go your way and the good things don't look as good as you thought they did you slip up You say a curse word. You yell at your kids too loudly and you shame yourself for that. Maybe you have a slip up um, in a show that you're watching. There's so many things we can think of, but that black box is our sin, is sin. Could be future sin. But we look at that big black box and realize sometimes we end up doing things just because. I used to have a really like bad place in my life where cursing was easy. Cursing came easy to me. Um, I used to just curse all the time. It was so simple to me. And you know, when we get so caught up, in that black box, like the lid is off and everything's just kind of spilling out and your black box has black paint in it and that was really all that was in there and then you know you got it on your hand and then you touch something else and it just it begins to unravel it begins to you know mark up things more and more as you go and that's my my testimony today is that I used to cuss so much. Am I perfect today? Absolutely not. 
am I working towards being perfect? I would say I'm working to a better day every single day. I would love to be perfect in God's image. I would love to get to the end of my life and know that I did all I could for God. So I'm trying every single day to be better than I was yesterday. And that's all the only thing I can encourage my kids every day is to be better than you were yesterday. Do better at your grades than you did yesterday. But again, friends, I used to cuss so much and it was, it was something that became so easy to me. And I believe that was the, that was a part of the black box is that we lift that lid off and it becomes so simple for us. That being bad is just what happens. And then we just kind of sit around and say, eh, I'll see what happens. We're going to find ourselves saying words we don't mean. Feeling ways we shouldn't feel. Seeing things that we shouldn't see. And we repent from those things. But God knows that there are things that will harm us. He does know that. He has created the world, so he does know. He knows the things that we may do that will hurt others in the process. But my biggest thing here is that I want us all to take into consideration is that black box. If we have everything around us, if we could realize what God has given us that we sit around that surrounds us in our homes. Maybe it's not the fanciest home. Maybe it's not your dream house. Maybe your car isn't as nice as the neighbors. Maybe it's just, you know, that thing of judgment constantly on yourself. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. What matters is that God has provided for you. And he isn't done providing for you. Not in the least. He is not done providing for you. He wants to lavish us in love more and more every single day. But he waits for the opportunity for us to come to him and say, Lord, I want your love. He will always be the gentleman in the room. He will wait for you to give him the okay to love you more. He will not push his love on you. So he cares about you. And he clearly shows us throughout the entire Bible what we should and shouldn't do, how we can love better every single day. He tells us how not to sin. He tells us how to get away from it. He gives us simple commandments to live by every single day. My encouragement to you today is that to look around, truly look around where you sit today, where you may work, where you spend time with friends, and know without a doubt that you are blessed. And that you are surrounded by amazing boxes that are colorful that God has given you. And that the sin 
that you peep at or you dabble in or you just slightly lift the lid in really isn't as important as what God has already given you. And God gives us so much. So I want to leave you with this verse today. And I hope in some way that this has encouraged you. But the verse is James 1 verse 17. Every good and perfect gift is from above. Coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights. Who does not change like shifting shadows? God is good. And I hope in some way today you've been able to um, have some daily dose of faith. And I hope in some way that this truly does encourage you. And I hope that you can go on with your day uh, with a bigger smile on your face. Really thanking God for the things that are around you. And for the things that you have in your life. Even if they're not the greatest right now. Know that they're the greatest that you could have right now. And maybe, just maybe, if you leave the black box lid on, turn away from your sin and do better, that life will feel so much better. You don't need the black box in the middle of the room, friends. You don't need it. You don't need to have all the wants of the world either. Be content where you are today. Know that in the middle of the room is something God has asked you to stay away from. Sin isn't easy. But knowing and thanking God for the blessings that you already have and you've already received and even the blessings that are to come is so big. So, so big. So I give God the glory today for each one of you who have listened in. And again, I really do hope that in some way I have inspired you to dig into your word, dig into who God is, dig into just turning away and realizing all the colorful things that you do have in your life. And that on the other side is a big black box that you truly don't need to have. Because you do truly, friend, with God, have all the colorful boxes in the world. And that is all you need. It's so much color. It's more colorful with God than it is to turn and walk in sin and to dabble in it. So be encouraged today, friends. Love one another. Call somebody today. Tell them how much you love them. Send a text to somebody. Be the encouragement somebody else needs because somebody needs you, friends. Somebody is waiting for your call today. Somebody is searching for somebody just like you in their lives to have a conversation with. Y'all, have a great day, and I will see you on the next show. See ya.